What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Bentz, and thank you so much for joining us for the podcast edition of the AEW Insider. I want to take a minute real quick and thank you guys so much for definitely listening to the podcast. You people never let me down, but our YouTube channel just hit 100 subscribers. People might be 100, 100, that's nothing. For us here at the AEW Insider, it's huge and it's a major milestone. I can't even believe that one person actually takes time out of their busy day, week, what have you, and chooses to listen to the content that I put out. So I can't thank you guys enough. Please keep it going. Let's go for 100,000 by the end of the year. Like, share, subscribe, show the AEW insider some love. All right, let's get to the show. In some sad news, Dwayne Johnson, well, Rocky, excuse me, Rocky Maivia, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock's father, has passed away. The Rock actually took to Twitter and social media, and this is what he said to his dad. He said, Dad, you broke color barriers, became a ring legend, and trailblazed your way through this world. I was the boy sitting in the seats, watching and adoring you. You were my hero from afar. The boy you raised to always be proud of our cultures and proud of who and what I am today. The boy you raised with the toughest of love, the intense work, the hard hand. The adoring boy who wanted to know only your best qualities. Who then grew to become a man realizing you had other deep complex sides that needed to be held and understood. So father, man to man, that's why my adoration turns to respect and my empathy turned to gratitude. Grateful that you gave me life. Grateful you gave me life's invaluable lessons. Dad, I wish I had one more shot to tell you. I love you. Before you crossed over to the other side. But you were ripped away from me so fast without warning. You were gone in an instant and there's no coming back. I'm in pain, but we don't know, We both know it's just a pain and it will pass. Now I'll carry your mama and worth ethnic with me. And it's time to move on because I have my family to feed and work to accomplish. Finally, I want you to rest your trailblazing soul high, soul man. Pain-free, regret-free, satisfies, and at ease. You lived a very full, very hard, barrier-breaking life and left it all in the ring. I love you, Dad, and I will always be your proud, grateful son. Go rest high. That's real, real deep, and I can't even imagine. Well, I do know. My father passed away when I was 12. My mother's still here, thank God. But our condolences to the whole Mayavia family. AEW. In some big and very great news, you've got it, you've already heard about it, but TNT has extended their TV deal with AEW. They're going to be on TNT now until 223. So congratulations to everybody who made it impossible, impossible and who is involved. And the deal is actually for four years, which is for 175 million, just under 45 million per year. And it includes TNT having an option for the year 2024 with a core a big big price of excuse me price bump uh and they also are getting a secondary show now warner media oversees tnt tbs true tv hbo max a new streaming service called ott so they'll pretty much decide where the aew second show is gonna go so that's really really cool congratulations to everybody 
Also, there have been reports, but no confirmation yet, that WWE wants to sue AEW for using their Bash at the Beach name. Even though Cody Rhodes filed for the trademark and was awarded the rights, WWE owns the rights to WCW's properties and feels they have a right to the name. Crazy, because Cody lets them use his father's name free of charge for such things like the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, what have you. And supposedly, after AEW Dynamite this week, the elite talks to the crowd. They do that after every live event. They always have. It doesn't matter if it's Ring of Honor, what have you. Fans in attendance said that the elite did announce that they're being sued by WWE for Bash at the Beach. So who knows? And you know how the internet can run crazy with their rumors? It was reported by us and 800 other media outlets that Brian Cage did sign with AEW as soon as this hard-to-kill pay-per-view match was over. His wife took to Twitter and pretty much said, I'm married to the man, and I can confirm he has not signed with anybody yet. So rumors right now is that he is very, very close to signing with AEW. And finally, it is official, official, that AEW has signed ECW legend Taz. So he might definitely be up for that GM role I reported a few weeks back they wanted him for. WWE. Triple H has apologized to Paige about the comments he made to her a few days ago. I covered it on two of our shows last week if you missed it. On Monday, during Monday Night Raw, Monday Night, duh, Corey Graves was making some crazy tweets during the show. During the Lana and Bobby Lashley segment, he tweeted, no one cares, which I totally agree with. And later in the show, he tweeted, wow, fuck this, fire me, I'm already fired. So it seems like some crazy shit's going on backstage with Corey Graves. Cain Velasquez has gone on record and said he will be in a Royal Rumble, and it will be fun to see him face off against Brock again. Elias has just re-signed with WWE for another three years. Let's hope they give him the proper push he deserves and gets that gold around his waist. That guy is a huge talent. And also re-signing with WWE, Kalisto. Kalisto re-signed with the company, and he feels he has a lot more left to accomplish in WWE. And big rumors are that Killer Cross is like seconds away with signing for WWE. He probably wants a big shot at the big time and to be closer to his baby Scarlett Bordeaux. Can you blame him? He and Triple H had a big meeting together and things are looking very good. And finally for WWE, the Revival has removed themselves from social media. Their contracts are up in April, and all the talks backstage is that they're very close to signing with AEW. With them leaving social media and pretty much saying they have to do what's best for them and their families, who knows? All right, peeps, we got to pay the bills real quick. We've got some Impact Wrestling news. We got some New Japan news, random wrestling news, what Booker T thinks about Tessa being Impact Champion, and much, much more. Remember to check us out on all major podcasting platforms Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and Twitter under the AEW Insider One. We'll be back out to finish the show. All right, peeps, welcome back. Let's finish out the show. Impact Wrestling. 
This week on Impact TV, they debuted their show a lot on Twitch TV. Before they got their TV deal, everything they did was on Twitch pretty much. Well, I guess some viewers were not happy with an RVD segment. RVD in real life has had three ways, ex-girlfriends, ex-wives, what have you. They kind, of re- they kind of reenacted it on Impact this week, and a lot of viewers must have reported it to Twitch TV. Because right now, Impact's Twitch TV channel has been suspended, and I have no idea when they're going to get it back. That's insane. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okada would like to do an event that goes along with the 2020 Olympics that are coming over there in Japan. This is what he had to say, and I think it's fucking awesome. He said, with the 2020 Tokyo Olympics coming, i love to have a huge pro wrestling event. One that beats out the Olympics. It involves the best from all sorts of organizations and promotions around the world. It shows the power of pro wrestling is far greater than amateur wrestling at the Olympics. That would be pretty cool. That's the sort of thing I might be able to turn my attentions to when I'm not champion. That would be a cool thing to do. He was asked if it would include other companies, which I'm pretty sure he just answered. But Okada said, right. I think we need to light a fire in pro wrestling world in general. New Japan still has incredible possibilities and we'll keep tearing it up. Now I'm in a position where I can help to grow a power of all of professional wrestling. Why not have an all-star card? When I was a champion, it was my duty to be thinking solely about the championship and representing and growing New Japan. But now, it is an Olympic year after all. It would be a shame if we got to the end of the year and all people remembered was the Olympics. I'd love for fans to say, don't forget, there was a huge pro wrestling all-star card as well. I think that'd be cool. There are a lot of people in award ceremony like this from all across the country, the same age as me or younger. We can use all their power and ability to make all of pro wrestling bigger. That'd be awesome. I have to agree, and I hope they make that come to fruition. He can do that on his own, get sponsors, pay for it, and just fucking have it all for... Oh, man, that'd be awesome. Random Wrestling News. Tessa Blanchard. She apologized again on social media about being a racist. Nobody's buying it. But it has been revealed, because since she did that, everything's coming out from the woodwork now. If you remember, Tessa actually wrestled for WWE. She was in their May Young tournament. Everybody was wondering why she didn't get a contract. Well, it has been leaked backstage. It's because of attitude issues. Because she must be a real bitch in real life. That's crazy. The racist shit. WWE doesn't like your attitude and they're hiring everybody. Insane. Actually, Booker T on his show discussed Tessa winning the Impact title. This is what the five-time, five-time, five-time WWE champ had to say. Big ups to Tessa Blanchard because she's good. She's really good at what she does. But this is the worst idea that Impact Wrestling has ever had in the history of their company. If Tessa Blanchard goes back and wrestles the women, she should be able to beat all of them no problem. There's no women now that can beat her. She'd be able to go out there and beat the men too. The crossover intergender wrestling is something that's for the independent companies, okay? If they want to be looked at as an indie group, keep doing stuff like this. I don't think that this is what they meant by empowering women. You know what I'm saying? I really don't think so. Because I'm not saying that Ronda Rousey is not a tough woman, but put Ronda Rousey in there with John Jones and you watch what happens to her. Sucker. I had it in the sucker. 
And finally, I told you that Dave Benoit did an interview with Chris Van Vliet and how he wants to use his father's name when he's wrestling. Well, come to find out, for a while, WWE banned him from backstage, and it was revealed because he was seen at an AEW show, which is insane. He said, it blows my mind, bro. I had to make a few calls. I was trying to talk to someone, but they never got back to me for a good four or five months. Everything's fine now. I talk to their lawyers, and I'm working everywhere they go now we're good and supposedly he's also working on getting his father inducted into the wwe hall of fame good luck with that young padawan all right peeps well that's it for this week's show i will be back in a couple days probably sunday or monday with some more wrestling news remember to show us love on all social media aew insider on twitter it's the aew insider one again thank you so much for the youtube subs let's keep it going ciao peeps